Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Let's meet our players. Hi, I'm Grant, and I'm playing Trather Wimblin, a human fighter. Hi, I'm Jenny, and I'm going to be playing John Abermere, a crimson-born human. Peter, Bertrand Greystone, Dwarven Forge Cleric. William R. Ericocro Magi. Daniel, I am playing Vatten. I am a half-elf ranger. Hi, my name is Ben, and I am Twig, or Shem. I am a rogue bard and a, a goliath. We hope you enjoy our episode. Welcome back to City on the Hill Gaming. Uh, we are a family, 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 family. Fam yep, there it was. That's what we did. We're leaving it in. <laughs> Family-friendly 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We're here to play some D&D. Back with all the regulars. I mean, we're going to do, do some things. Okay, so when we stopped last time, uh, I believe John, R, Bertrand, and Shim had just come back from a fun time with an owl bear friend. Half owl, half bear all friend all friend 100 percent <laughs> ferocious friend um and vatten and trather had just gone on a most interesting journey to uh retrieve a staff uh that will release before this does but hasn't yet but you'll have heard it already so it's fine um and you guys have all gathered back at uh the dwarf brenar's uh shop called harvest in the town of Mycin. And uh, as you guys, so Trather and Vatten, as you guys come back into town, you guys come back to Harvest. Uh, everybody sat down for dinner again. Uh, and you do have Maylee with you, uh, Grant, your new ward. Um, yep. So if you have somewhere you would like to send her on an assignment, uh, feel free to do so. Um, not as such. I figure we'd uh, keep her around, introduce everyone. Excellent. Um, she, she comes up the stairs with you guys. Oh, um, uh, ooh, that's a lot of, ooh. Hi, um, I'm, I'm Maylee. Uh, I'm with Trather now. Hi. Good to meet you. Everybody, Maylee, uh, who was recently accepted as a squire. Oh, and, uh, may I introduce you to, uh, the newest Warden of the Wood of, uh, the, the Duchy of Orion, Baden. Uh, yes, yeah, I'm, you all know me. You folks were busy while you were out. <laughs> yeah. Hi, appears that way. Well, um, it's good yes, that you're... Yes, I got two new outfits. He did. And and Maylee also got a new outfit. That is almost as, as fashionable as Trather's. Trather is very definitely spinning to show off his cloak yes. and posing. <laughs> I started playing Dauntless recently, and they you can change the colors of your armor, and that's become a thing for me now. Um, it's not, it's not good. Okay, good. As, <laughs> as, as he's spinning, I'm just gonna, like, just take two steps back from him. I don't want to get hit by the tails of the coat again. Oh, no, no, it's not, you know, flaring out, just, you know, kind of showing off different angles. Uh, okay, so, uh, Bernard looks at, huh, huh. lovely new jacket, lad. Um, Mm, well, look good, very fashionable. Good timing. Uh, a, dinner is served, so always good timing when there's food. 
Um, yes. B, got a new job for you guys. Came in just today. Um, interesting thing. You know how we, we, we've kind of been talking about sending you, sending you south, trying to get you in to one of the Hawks camps to kind of get you in so you can get some of your information. Uh, but I figured it would be a while. We don't have another delivery for a while. That changed. Um, I need you to make a delivery tomorrow. Uh, I told... Okay, where are we going? Uh, so you're going to go to a town uh, a couple days south. Pardon me while I go look at my map to remember what I named it. Right? Okay, we're good. Um, so you're going to head south to the town of Drin. Little, uh, little outpost. Order came in for supplies. I think it's a relatively new town, new encampment for the uh, Ox people. So uh, I need you guys to make a delivery. I told him uh, I'd be sending some of my new people because we're heavy in the harvest season. So you guys should be able to make a delivery without much trouble. Uh, you, can, you can load up the wagon and leave whenever. Tomorrow, preferably. F food now. Yes, food, rest, recovery. Yes. Make sure we're all ready for the journey tomorrow. No rest for the weary. Hey, Maley? Uh, uh, yes, this is... Um, you guys move very quickly, but I, that's, that's good. That's good for learning. Yes. This, yeah, this be, will be most interesting. Be, be sure can, and write we, that down. No we, rest for the weary. <laughs> can we please get a general physical description of Maley? That's a thing I should have done, yes. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> the, the young lady in front of you um half elven uh female uh elven equivalent of teenage years late teenage okay. years uh 60 ish sure we'll go with that 75 somewhere like... in there um and uh moderately heavy armor uh bertrand you immediately recognize the aura that comes uh with a cleric or at least oh. eventually a cleric she can definitely cast a couple of healing spells um, and is real pretty solid with a mace for her age. The rest of it will, will come with training. Yes. Well, we're working on the training now. Yes. Well, not now, now, but... Uh, now in The general. more metaphysical now. Yes. But now, soon. Sorry, I'm not sure Trather then... knows the word metaphysical. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> All that one back. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure Ryan knows the word metaphysical. <laughs> For what it's worth, that one was a bit much for me. So we're fine. That's yeah. fine. Now, now soon, as in then now, and now the slightly the slightly the, later now, the in the now, in yes, for those in the know, in the now. now. Yeah, there it was. All right, perfect. <laughs> this has been words with City on a Hill Gaming, where we say a bunch <laughs> of words. They probably make sense. Sure, they lose all meaning. We can only hope. Desemanticization. I think is the word for that. That one lost meaning immediately. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> At least for me. No, actually, I followed, but yes. Uh, Brynar looks over the lot of you. Most curious. All right. Um, well, then. Pleasure, my dear. You're welcome to stay here. When you are ready, we will have dinner. And then upon the morrow, uh, you will set out for Dren. I will. Uh, I think you guys have a, a pretty sizable map running already. I'll, I'll put a marker on it for you. You can figure out where you're going. And, uh, yeah, so if you guys have anything you want to do in the evening before the time of, uh, of Z's is upon you, uh, feel free to do so. Uh, probably the same thing that I've been doing for the last several nights. I'll just pick another neighborhood that I haven't been to yet and keep at it. So, yep. 
Uh, Trather will make certain that uh, Melee is introduced to everyone, you know, kind of more thoroughly gets a few minutes to to talk with everyone and just sort oh, of sure. know who everyone is and kind of get, get a sense for them since she's going to be traveling with us. Uh, in particular, probably um, suggests she, she spends some time with Bertrand. Okay. Um, since she has somewhat clerical inclinations, but other than, you know, other than that, it's basically, you know, just know everybody and then don't worry about any further training tonight. We're going to get a good rest and we'll talk on the road and, you know, we're, it's a very practical apprenticeship as it were. Okay. Perfect. If, uh, if she wants to tag along with Bertrand on his, you know, fixing things trip, he has no objection to that at all. Um, um, he might start teaching her the mending cantrip, but um, I, up to her. Well, you know, I don't, I don't have time for that tonight, uh, and I still have uh, a few other chores to take care of. But when we come back, can we do that? Standing offer. <laughs> I really appreciate. It. Thank you very much. Yeah, and I'll, I'll take a moment and just talk to Bertrand. So, on the way up here, I tried to teach her a little bit because I do know I know one healing spell so I've tried to work with her with cure wounds probably not there yet maybe a little bit high but it's only one I know so I've already kind of started a little bit oh excellent I'm, I'm glad that she's at least got some of the fundamentals under her belt that will make training easier and you know it's probably much like you learned your archery the only uh, thing that's going to make her get better is practice so she, uh, she grabs a large flight-based creature leg off the dinner table and goes and sits down and starts pouring over. She has like a little booklet, like a little journal that she's written a bunch of stuff in. She starts kind of pouring over it. John's going to make sure that his plant is watered. Excellent. Uh, B- Bastion and also the bird, mostly the bird, uh, give you pruning suggestions. Excellent. Thank you. Um, and then for, for the rest of the night, Vatten's just going to sit and find a stick and take out his travel knife and just turn that stick into a progressively smaller stick just whittling whittle <laughs> love it love me uh, some whittling shim would like to go to the uh tavern that he went to before okay. and throw a couple songs out roll that sweet sweet perform that perform i really need to get proficient in that <laughs> okay um you you make it through three songs. Middling. I get a ten. You get the middling. You, you get a couple couple copper. Not your strongest. Not your strongest night. You will be invited back. Accidentally playing friends in low places. Yes. <laughs> you're you're like out of key for one song. Oh no! What am I doing? Yeah. But like, your voice isn't quite low enough to hit the note, so you're going. I got friends in. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Excellent. Uh, that, that's a is, different song. Yes, it is. Trather is uh, spending the evening finishing, kind of getting his armor adjusted, doing a few little things here and there. Uh, one thing that everybody probably does notice is Trather is now wearing a set of full plate. So that's exciting. Oh, oh I've noticed. He wouldn't stop going on and on. Trather still isn't going on and on about his stopping going on and on about it. So if anybody is in the room with him, that probably stops very quickly. Um, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I meant to mention something about that, Grant. Um, yeah. Do you know what cast off armor is? 
Not offhand. Okay, it's something they added in... I kind of think it's Xanathar's guy. Right. Um, essentially, like, if there's a point where you eat, like you need to to show, like, peaceful intentions or because you've fallen, I don't know, into a river or something, uh, <laughs> it basically allows you, like, a, a quick off of getting rid of the armor, like, without having to go through okay. the entire process of, of getting rid of it. Quick release armor. Yes. Basically, you can just drop the armor as an action. Okay, very cool. Um, That's much better than the 10 minutes or whatever it takes to get out of it. For, for plate armor, yeah. It's called... I mean, it's like five minutes. You have a squire. That's <laughs> yeah, true. I have you, help. You do have help. Uh, that is from Xanatars. Okay, cool. Um, um, but anyway, he's going to be finishing that up, and then if there's any time left over, he's going to be uh, reading a, another book of really terrible chivalric poetry he picked up ooh. along the way. You're not even sure where he picked that up. It was... That he wrote along the way. Well, <laughs> definitely not writing it, but look, it's study material for Trather. Eventual writing. I like it. Okay. Um, William, would R like to do anything this evening? Pretty tired. Okay. <laughs> Read three or four art more articles about Warforged and then hit, and then hit the hay. Yeah. Just gotta, just prepare for tomorrow. Got to keep your study up. That's good. I like it. All right. Uh, so you guys passed the night. Um, kind of getting a little more custom to your space here um, at the harvest. Brennar, uh, ignore as I literally do this while I'm talking, um, adds another cot and chest to one of the rooms for Melee. And yeah, you guys pass the evening. When you guys get up, uh, Saley has breakfast on the table ready for you. And uh, a cart is sitting outside the building. Uh, with a bunch of supplies sort of downstairs that need to be stocked into said cart. Brynar has taken your map and placed a new marker on it, roughly to the south. And you are ready to go. We'll, uh, we'll finish loading up the cart then and make any other preparations we need. As you guys head out, Brynar stops right. Uh, so you're going to look for a orc lad uh, name of uh, Gron. Big fella, battle axe. You're making the delivery to him. Is that Grong or Gron? Just Gron. Uh, G-R-O-N. And what are we delivering? Stuff and things. Uh, no, it's it's a variety of uh, plants used for largely for medicine. Ah, okay. And then just some rarer <clears throat> foodstuffs that uh, Gron has special ordered. Well, we'll... Uh... I, su I suppose I'll probably lead the way as I'm least likely to get lost. Yes. Also, probably one of the least likely to get spotted. Also that. If we have a big cart full of stuff, I don't think getting spotted is uh, something we can avoid. Maybe not collectively, but individually. You guys, I was going to say you guys have done it before. That was last campaign, but you did a real good job of hiding amongst <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Um, Trather will probably be driving the cart. Uh, may Lee sits shotgun, uh, taking notes on... Dealing with large beasts of burden. Good. That's actually something Trather can do, so. Oh, excellent. Okay. Yeah, Jim's going to kind of animal handling. perch on top, just kind of chilling out. Instrument in hand, playing a traveling tune. Bertrand's probably just going to um, form the rear guard and stay kind of in, in back and just kind of shuffle along behind the cart, um, keeping an eye out for stuff. Because high wisdom score and 
good at spotting things. Yep. You're not sitting on the back of the cart looking around? Probably do that occasionally, but um, he's not in terrible shape and would kind of like to stay that way, so he'll probably walk for a good chunk of it. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so you guys make your way, and it takes you about five or six hours. Maybe maybe a little less. Vettin uh, has developed a pretty good knack for figuring out where he's going. Uh, and you guys end up rather far to the south and into a slightly more uh, deserty part of Onwaru. Uh, and you come upon a village uh, surrounded by a large wooden fence, and you're pretty sure you are in the right spot. Yeah, once once we get to the desert, moving will be a lot easier because it's my favorite terrain. Huzzah! One of the few times that comes in handy. Every once in a while. All right, uh, as you guys make your way in, uh, a couple guards look to stop you, but then kind of the, the cart has a marker on the side of it that represents uh, Bernard's uh, harvest, and they recognize the marker. One of them, ah, Gronzenbach. And he points so you partway through the village to where you need to go. Uh, okay, so you guys make your way in. Gentlemen, you guys bring your cart around. An orc gentleman comes up. Ah. Hey, you work for Brynar. Uh For the moment, yes. Right. Uh, oh, right, that looks like everything good. Very good. Um, right, I'll get... Uh, I got some boys who can unload it. Uh, oh, yeah. He hands you a small chest. Give that to uh, give that to Brenner. He'll uh, he'll uh, know what part of that's his payment. and What else we need him to do with the rest? All right. So, so as you guys are unloading and kind of they're unloading, you hear some shouting from the southern end of the town, and you see in the distance, kind of in that area, past not the horizon, but kind of like just past the edge of the encampment. Two large dust storms kicking up, moving sort of very directly towards the village. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Like, are, are they natural-looking dust storms, or are they, this question. is being made by something? Uh, you think it is unlikely that two separate dust storms would keep this kind of very direct path directly at the city at the same time. This seems unusual. Okay. At, at best, unusual. <laughs> I a bit think of we should eyeball run narrowing happens. <laughs> I think we should run directly at the problem right now. I was going to see if I can get a high vantage point and see if there's anything directing those. Uh, make me athletics or acrobatics. I will okay. take either. There are some uh, some higher buildings or towers you could Assassin's Creed your way up. Would you, if you were so inclined? All right. Well. True. Um... Um, you make it onto the second floor of a building. Who's... I did a, I did Assassin's Creed my way up. I did the Assassin's Creed thing where you get like, you don't have the jump unlocked yet. So... <laughs> <laughs> you kind of climb and then you're like, oh, oh, I need to have a thing where I can right. I'm, jump. I'm right here. Jump where, like, the game doesn't quite read the geometry right and you f maybe put a wrong input in and you just sort of... <laughs> Yeah. Ineffectually just hop at a ledge for it's a while. Ineffectually rubs the wall and then falls off. He gets yeah. like a good push and like gets a little perch on a couple of, of ledges and pulls up and goes at it for 10 or 15 seconds and has made it about six feet off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep, that's, that sounds about right. There you go. Um, 
Worth it was worth a shot though. Definitely worth a shot. I, it was. I, I like that. Would have been really cool. It could have been. It would absolutely. How, um, how tall is the wall? Uh, the wall outside the town is only about ten or fifteen feet. Can I can I walk up behind him and just kind of like lift him up? Yeah, <laughs> kind of throw him up. You just hold him up. Sure. Uh, that, just grab a foot and cheerleader him up. Oh. Uh, okay. That is an A. Ah. <laughs> uh, tumbles up inside. Uh, anyone who wants to uh, batten with uh, advantage uh, or a bonus or whatever, perception checks. Hey, oh, there we sweet go. mercy. Two natural oh, we got some alert people in this There group. it is. That's what I like to see. I got an eight. There it is. John's John's doing a thing. John's got some Two natural He's got sand in his well. eyes. Yes. Our, it our gets everywhere. My... It's, it's, it's hard and coarse and gets everywhere. It's a real problem. R took my yeah, seven. As long as is. someone takes the seven, that's all that really matters. Right, You've got to maintain true. that consistency. I got. I stayed up too late last night. Yes. Too much reading study. Es- reading Escaflone. I mean, um, it, it's Lord, like Lord. dim light, so his eyes haven't adjusted to the desert yet. <laughs> Maybe um, this is why we rest. Yes. Right. Bertrand looks up at um, uh, Vatten and says, "Hey, uh, hang your bow down here where I can touch it for a moment. I'll give you a little bit of magic to help out your shooting." Ooh. Anyway, what are we? Uh, yes, I will do that. All right. Okay. Uh, Shim, Trather, and or, sorry. Go ahead, Peter. Uh, I cast magic weapon on his bow. Um, it says you touch a non-magical weapon until the spell ends, which is concentration up to an hour. The weapon becomes a magic weapon with a plus one bonus to attack rolls and damage rolls. So I'm gonna need that... you to pick another person. Um, as of the side quest, Daniel's bow is now magic. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, it is already magical. It doesn't make it more magical. It doesn't. Then, no, it does not stack. And I will do that with Trather's sword. Also excellent. Excellent choice. Uh, okay, so that and Trather Shim. What you guys see kind of as you peer into these two dust storms, is that there appears to be something very almost tornadic in nature in in the center of them, but with purpose, form. More consistent form than one would necessarily expect from this kind of thing. Uh Uh-oh, it's a Tasmanian devil. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Lemony fresh. Come to Tasmania. Come to Tasmania. Come to Tasmania. Uh, while it is not as much a uh, southern hemispherian creature, uh, it does appear to have form in terms of like arms and maybe also eyes, while still being tornadic in nature. Oh um, no, it's Crash Bandicoot. Oh no, um, coming soon to have... Super Smash Brothers. Does he have mistaken. jorts? This no, is very important. No, okay. absolutely not. <laughs> Uh, what you guys more see... jorts in D and D? Give us more jorts in D and D. You will have zero jorts in our D and D. I'm gonna you know, wear jorts next session. I know several tailors. <laughs> in, in, in before I pick an image off of Google for an enemy, not realizing it's wearing jean shorts. <laughs> Sometime in the next two sessions, I can almost guarantee it. What you see in front of you. Um, for those of you, I'm just going to assume probably R in particular, uh, possibly John and Vatten, recognize these as air elementals. Oh. Maybe not as large as an average air elemental, but still, like, it's still an air elemental. I'm very glad I now have a magic 
I now have a magic bow. So so you have two of them in front of you, um, but as you are kind of sizing them both up, um, a group steps out uh, of the city walls next to you. You see a couple of orcs and two warforged. Um, and they step out, and uh, one of the warforged looks the, the six of you over. Hmm. Interesting. Well, uh, we got the one on the right. You guys have fun. And the six of the, the, the five of them charge at one of the air elementals. I love how matter of fact these folks are. We're going to get along <laughs> fine. <clears throat> and uh, you guys recognize a mark on each of their shoulders or their cloaks or whatever. Um, when you rescued Duchess Kaya's son and daughter-in-law, there was the other orc in the same uh, detention area. And she had the triple strike mark of the Talon, which is the group that uh, is sort of the direct guard and sort of force of the Hawk. Yes. These uh, fine women bear the same mark. Um, and they are making their way directly to Friend Air Elemental on that side. They have picked their target. You guys get the other one. Have fun. Cool. All right. Uh, I'm going... Still in the cheerleader pose, apparently. Uh, I'm just going to look down and say, all right, just give me a big heave so I can land on the roof and get a good Oh, shot. no, you're on the roof. Oh, good. Hey, he's he's basically like, tall enough for you oh. to just kind of step up just, out of his hands. Just yeah. to go, you're good. Okay, so all right, we're going to move them over. Step onto the roof. That would have been funnier, but okay. <laughs> uh, okay. You guys, I need initiative checks. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. We're doing great. <laughs> That's wow. two nat ones. This is going to be fine. Three nat ones. Perfect. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> that just destroys that initiative. All right. Yeah, so just for the, the audience, we have a two, three, four, six, eight, and a 19. So yep. close. <laughs> Dang. That was almost perfect. You guys almost yeah, had like I was really hoping we could we could hit that inside straight. Yeah, but, you almost had a straight yeah. draw there. That would have been good. Yeah. And oh, well. natural twenty. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Oh, so, we were wow. ready. I mean, it it makes it very simple. Aerial mental, you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we we can at least keep it simple. Um, so you see the air elemental. You think they were kind of directly focusing their attention on the town you're you're not sure why uh but it has it has most certainly taken notice of you um and is intrigued by new possibilities of of fun things to do uh and it's going to move up here yeah right about there that'll work um oh hi oh hi <laughs> hello hello friends uh so the air elemental uh would like to say hi to trather and his shiny new cloak excellent 25 that will hit okay uh you will take 12 bludgeoning damage all righty that's bludgeon uh, uh well daniel it is now Batten's turn yes i'm i'm gonna do some things first uh, -oh. <laughs> uh no it's gonna be fine um <laughs> the first thing i'm gonna do is use my bonus action uh on one of my arrows i'm gonna put ensnaring strike on it Okay. Going to make some magical vines appear if I hit it with my attack roll. 
And because it's my first attack in the round or in this combat, I get two attacks. So um, yep. start with the ensnaring strike and gonna make my attack. So Okay. Go for it. D twenty. I love being a ranger. Gives me plus seven two hit. <laughs> that is enough. Your seventeen is enough, sir. All right, so he is ens ensnared. Oh, that should be a plus eight to hit now because I have a magic bow. Plus one, correct. Yep. All right. Uh, so he will make a strength save. Yeah, but it's. Uh... I guess on his turn. Yes, That's he's an accuracy gonna... here. Yeah, he's also <laughs> going to take a. Oh, d6 at the start of each of its turns. Yes. So when we come back around, he will take a d6. Make a okay. strength save and see if he is ens ensnared. And that's my first arrow. 12 damage for the first arrow. I like it. And you get a second no, arrow I... because of your archetype, correct? Yes, I'm an ambusher or something to that nature. So I get two, two attacks on the that first. Thing. Yeah, the, the ability is some kind of ambushing thing. That also and hits. And I hit, and that's going to be another D8 plus four. For another 10. Okay. So Nice. 22 will... damage, top of the round. He will take 22 and probably some more on the start of his turn. Bertrand, what do they? I am going to use Guiding Bolt on this thing. Okay. 46 Radiant. Okay, we're good. We're <laughs> frosty. Everything's fine. Yeah, and you know the really fun thing? I'm doing this mostly just so I can give the rogue advantage. <laughs> <laughs> that will indeed give the rogue advantage. 12 hit? Uh, 12 does not hit. Dang it, the curse of this spell is upon me again. Yep. I missed every time I cast this with Lambert in Grant's campaign. <laughs> That's not true. You hit once. <laughs> I mean, As I recall, it's... it um, overkilled a zombie. Perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, would, would, the, would you still get advantage if it's like if it's like restrained by a bunch of vines? Well, he'll probably also just get advantage for flanking. Um, uh, no, it's restrained, so it has attack. attack rolls against it have advantage, and its attacks have disadvantage. Oh, but well, then I'll that... try again and see if I... Nope! <laughs> um, Even worse. Also okay. no. Okay. Uh, Shim, your turn. <laughs> okay, using 30, 25 movements to come around to the backside, that should give me flanking, which gives me advantage. Yeah, And also, well, like, like... On top of the holding yeah. signs and all of that. Yeah. Never be too sure. Um, and let's go for the rapier cane. 18. That would be a hit. And that's uh, four piercing and two sneak. As a bonus, I'm going to throw uh, a bardic inspiration to Bertrand. Okay. William. Okay. I think I'm going to stick with Firebolt on this one. Okay, solid choice. He's he's uh, it's it's trying to disrupt your ability to fly. It seems very rude. <laughs> yeah, so we'll just take it out. And that does hit. Okay, six. Excellent, Trather. Trather is going to go ahead and wind up and hit this thing while it's restrained. Yes, with your magical uh, weapon now. Yep, it's a nineteen. Okay, that definitely hits. I'm not. I haven't edited it in since it's a temporary bonus. Yeah, that's fine. All right, and then. Uh, nine damage plus okay. one, so ten. 
I'm not going to use any of my special abilities in this case. Okay, that is workable. And John? Okay, I would like to use one of my flex. Okay. So, so that I can do a distance spell of... Um, and I think I'm doing this right, because distance spell, I can... Yeah, when I cast a spell that has a range of touch, I can spend a fleck to make the range of the spell 30 feet. So, uh, I've spent that fleck, and now I'm going to cast Shocking Grasp on the uh, on the elemental. Um, honestly, I'm kind of nervous about like casting anything elemental on an elemental, because then... I, I worry that it's just going to become like a lightning air elemental and it's just going <laughs> to... It's like the flaming zombies problem. You can't hit a flaming zombie. It's on fire. Um, There's so, a lot of static electricity in that dust. Yeah. Uh, so I This can only go well. I'm excited. That's 17. That definitely hits. Lots of 17s. Yeah. Uh, and so now it cannot take reactions until the start of its next turn. Okay. Which is very soon. Which is next, but that's okay. <laughs> Which is next. <laughs> um, and it takes slash R one D eight lightning damage. It takes one. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We're good. Everybody's fine. <sighs> okay. Um, so at the start of its turn, it will take an extra. Uh, Daniel, if you will, roll a, a D six for me for for snaring damage. One. <laughs> Love it. Wow. Love it. We're really We're knocking stuffing out of this elemental. Well, good work, team. Attaboy. Right. Everybody's so good. It, it makes a strength check uh, DC 11. Yes. And uh, it's large, so it has advantage on that. It doesn't matter. Yeah, 18. It's... Okay, so it is free. It is a little annoyed. Um, <laughs> and it's actually going to shift forward a little bit. And it is going to be... On, so because it's an air elemental... Okay. As it does that, uh -oh. I get to make an attack of opportunity. You do. So, that is, and I believe Bertrand does as well. All right. 23? Sure. Great. It doesn't get to move. That's unfortunate. I have, I have the sentinel feet. Oh, right. That thing. So does that negate my uh, You can still make them. Oh, no, okay. it's, it's speed is zero until the end, until... Um, let me read this. Uh, Does that include fly for speeds? For the rest of its turn. Does that include fly speeds? Its speed is zero. Now, if it's naturally, if it's a natural flyer, it's not going to like drop out of the sky or anything. It's a natural flyer. Its speed's all, always zero, but it has a fly speed that is separate. That probably also stops it. I, okay. Yes. Um, hmm. Okay. Then it will not move forward. But yeah, you guys can still make your attacks of opportunity. Yep. And you you see the, the uh, I I, lovely yes, ladies I, of the Talon... Uh, handily hacking and slashing their way through their their tornado as well. Great. Uh, it took five damage from me. Okay. Uh, and it will take nine damage from Bertrand and... Nine from uh Also Shim. nine from Shim. Um, okay, so that's a total of... My head hurts. Um, 22. Perfect. We're good. <laughs> Let me do some math real quick to see uh, how we're looking. You guys have done a lot of damage. <laughs> we're fine. Yes. Well, I mean, in fairness... It attempting to move, not getting to, and getting wailed on from three different directions. Wasn't great. Didn't didn't help it much. Yeah. Um, okay, so it will... It can't move, but it may still attack, I, I believe. It um, certainly can. Trather, it did not appreciate that. 
Right. Yeah, Trather just sort of forces it back with its shield and just refuses to budge. And that's okay because 16 doesn't hit you. It does not. I know it doesn't hit you. That's not even close. Um, (laughs) So he looks disappointed. Yeah, for the record, my AC is now 20 thanks to that plate armor. So. Yep. I'm amazed they hit you the first time, actually. There we go. Yeah, okay. It's not Um, impossible. I mean, it only needs to roll a 13 to hit. I know, right? It looks as disappointed as an air elemental can. It frowns, you think. Like someone right. took Trap. the wind out of its sails. Oh, there it was. <laughs> it does look a little, a little deflated, deflated, huh? Yeah, there oh, it was. No. All right, perfect. We need I'm to we need to get the listeners uh, bingo boards for your puns. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, I believe. Oh, here we go. Uh, it is now. That would be me. Your turn. Yes. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, I will shoot it again. Does a 26 hit it? I suppose. (laughs) If it must. Oh, yes, it must. All right, Legolas. (laughs) Hey, I'm only a half elf. Half Legolas. Whatever you are, you are making this thing into a pincushion. So Uh, half Legolas doesn't have the same sound to it. Yeah. But it has the same effectiveness. <laughs> the legless the Lego Arum, Legolas? It's it's the yeah, it's the Lego. Which is the, fine because I love Legos. Uh Lego the, Legolas or Legless Lego Legolas. Yeah. Oh ah! <laughs> yeah. The Legless Lego Legolas. Which we're done here. Which with with, <laughs> with Legos is possible because they do separate at the legs. Yep. Um, How much wood could a wing chuck chuck if a wing chuck could chuck wood? We're done. <laughs> Could it three chords anyway. Could chuck Legos, perfect. Uh, that was exactly obviously. Congratulations, Daniel. That was all you needed. The air elemental. I'm not going to say drops. Um, Dissipates. <laughs> loosely blows off in a wisp of some sort. Well, that was exhilarating. Really, uh, really got our wind up. I should say. Oh, there it was. Perfect. <laughs> one of the one of the orcs peeks around the barrier. No. <laughs> out, out of our town. Thank you, but no. Don't, don't mind him. He's just a little bit of a blowhard. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He's full of hot areas. <laughs> the women from, the women from the Cure wounds on him while he's doing it. Really pipes oh. up behind the car. It's true, actually. All right. Well, this has been a gas. Hey, (laughs) that settles it. All right. Um, So from inside the city, a woman steps out, um, roughly orcish in build, but wearing a mask. Um, She kind of nods to Gron, and uh, he gathers up his men. They pull the cart away, and you are left uh, talking to her. And she looks a lot of you over. The Talon kind of walk up, look at her. One of them looks a little confused or, like, maybe surprised. Uh, but then they walk away. And, uh, they, she kind of looks a lot of you, hmm, not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, hmm. Thank you. Well, you have our thanks. Uh, that would have been most unfortunate for Dren. Nasty creatures they are. You uh, seem experienced with them. They are not uh, uncommon in these parts. Hmm. Desert creatures. Fair, fair. That reminds me, is the other squad still dealing with their 
elemental? Uh, sh- you think if you could see her face, she would be smiling? Uh, no, they're they're fine. That uh, right. almost as quickly as uh, you lot. Not bad. Hmm. Uh, you have the town's thanks. Uh, you can find your cart uh, up by the gate. Uh, feel free to stay the day if you need. Thank you. And uh, your name, madam? Uh, again, you think she probably smiles. Um, and she just kind of nods and walks away. A lot of people that don't give their names in this world. <clears throat> Always to me. Is there is there something on my face? Bertrand kind of looks at Trather and he's like, not that I see. <laughs> huh. Very strange. Hey, don't worry. The one that gave me the shame to make this shield out of did the same thing to me. I asked her about four times and she just grinned and walked off. Oh, yes. The woman in the heavy armor with the shield? I... Yes. Maylee walks over. She was nice. I liked her. Um, She is... was nice. I just wish she'd given me something to call at her. <clears throat> I didn't get a name. Huh. Um, she, she looks at you, Trather. Um, does that happen a lot? Well, according to them, uh, yes, with some frequency, they, uh, they come into town. Oh, no, I mean the, the mask people thanking you for stuff. Usually not wearing masks. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, huh. Interesting. Uh, okay, so you guys are free to explore... Dren at your leisure, uh, and your cart will be the, by the gate when you are ready to leave. I think I'm probably going to do the same thing I do in most new cities. See who's got busted stuff and help them out. There is definitely an amount of damage uh, just in general, but there's definitely an amount from the elementals getting that close to the town. Nothing, nothing significant, but uh, definitely some things that would need to be fixed. I will prioritize people who probably can't afford to fix stuff themselves over people who can. So okay. I'll, I'll go seek out the poorer areas and, you know, fix broken windows or, you know, smashed things or that sort of thing that have been caused by this or anything else recent. Uh, okay. Uh, you get a slightly different kind of look than you would get in, say, Mycin. Um This is more confusion because you're largely dealing with works around here. Uh, but people do seem uh, most appreciative. Just surprised. Well, that's fine. Uh, okay. And... If he had more time, Bertrand would probably do this anonymously in the middle of the night. So if you guys don't do anything else, uh, I'm assuming you head back to the cart. Um, I want to quickly, uh, just in the time that everybody else is doing other things, uh, do a quick... Uh, disguise self, make myself look a little more half-orcish, head to the nearest tavern uh, place of socialization, try to play a few songs. Okay. A little busking around. Go for it. Um, make me check. Per- perform lay music. So. Oh, that was a three. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah. for, for a total of... Oh, wait, that's for a total of seven? No, just that's just a... Oh, I that's a three. Okay. Damage. No, you're fine. Um, that's a three. Which means a natural one. You you don't oh okay um, you don't know any orcish songs. Um, you try and play some things that are not popular around here. They they aren't big into the the K-pop and the J-pop uh, right. in this area. Um, I don't know necessarily how you play that. I mean, you play a lute, right? 
Uh, pan flute. Pan yeah. flute. I don't know really how that would sound, but it's it's it, it wasn't great. Unfortunately, I love this, this mental dance. image. I have no idea what it's of, but I love this mental image. It's like it's, it's walking more in the, the dance kinds of things. Like Le lesson was actually being played, and much more in in like the body language itself of the performance. Yes. Yeah, trying to like go in and like beatbox with the flute, but yes. not. <laughs> but end up doing country instead. Oh I no. I'm I'm going to assume because orc is my favorite enemy and I actually speak orcish. Correct. I know a little bit about their culture, so I'm just gonna like run up on stage <laughs> and just like scoop him up and just kind of escort him out before they start throwing things at him. <laughs> I'll throw a handful of copper behind me as we leave. <laughs> the uh the uh half orc waitress uh nods Don't appreciatively at that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll pay you for putting up with me. <laughs> I just start apologizing in Orcish to people passing by. They look surprised. Um... Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, so after that... Um... And then I drop this guy's self once more out of, out of the view. Yes. Uh... So I never did that. Yeah, that, that guy, where, where did he go? <laughs> Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgame. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter, Grant, and Jenny at stgcast.org or at saving the game on Twitter. Thanks and have a blessed day. Uh, okay, audio <laughs> test. Jenny, do, do the thing. Ripe wheat. Starting at center, chain 10. Join with slip stitch to form ring. First round, chain four. 35, uh, what's that? Are these knitting, are these knitting instructions? <laughs> no crochet instructions. Oh, okay. Triple, triple, it's triple. 35 triple in ring, join to top of chain four. Second round, uh, single crochet in same place as slip stitch. Asterisk, chain seven. Skip next two uh, trebles, single crochet in next treble, repeat from asterisk around, join. 12 loops. And then go back through, cross out every version of treble and replace with tribble and have Star Trek <laughs> episode. All right. Yes. Daniel. Uh, I was trying to find a good quote from uh, Thousand and One Arabian Nights, but I can't. So tell me about something... tell me about Shahrazad. So Shahrazad's telling this story, and if she is basically trying to get the king interested. Because as long as he's interested, he won't have her killed. Okay. Otherwise, he just kills her. So she tells a thousand and one stories. I met someone last year whose name was Shahrazad. I remember that. She was impressed because you knew how to pronounce her name from the magic cards. Magic cards. <laughs> <laughs> that was a most interesting day at work. Uh, Grant. I don't. Sorry, I was forgot to grab a book that still counts we're good peter okay what took down or what took the walls of jericho down was it the shouts of a holy army the guttural drone of seven shofars the weight of god in the marching of human feet against the mighty empire's fortress or a ragtag group of mercenaries hungry for plunder who talked a prostitute into betraying her people and unlocking the door it depends on who tells the story who conquered the city of jerusalem in 1099 was it crusaders on a mission from God to reclaim the Holy Land for Christ or unwitting soldiers sent by Rome to grow its coffers 
so crazed by hunger, zealotry, and the promise of heaven that they massacred every living thing in their path until the blood of Muslims and Jews flowed through the streets. It depends on who tells the story. And who took Jerusalem back 80 years later? Was it the city's original inhabitants, intent on avenging their grandparents and restoring their caliphate? Or the followers of a false religion whose presence desecrates sacred ground to this day? It depends on who tells the story. What spirit carried ships to the shores of the New World and carved the American West with railway lines and wagon ruts? Was it divine providence and pioneering grit or an evil invading force that brought violence, illness, and plunder to the people for whom the land had always been home? What set fire to Dresden, buried Tora Bora, and sank the Spanish Armada? What stained the fields of Gettysburg with blood? For every battle, a thousand tales could be told, yet we seldom hear more than one of them. What took the walls of Jericho down? Only God, who holds every story, knows. Very interesting. That was very good. That is a chapter opener from uh, Rachel Held Evans's book, Inspired, about scripture interpretation. Oh. I thought I recognized it from somewhere. I was like, this is very familiar to me. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm reading that book right now, and the fact that she died so young is really making reading it very bittersweet. And I did not realize until after she had passed, she lived in my hometown. Oh, really? Oh, did she well, really? Yeah. She, wow. lived in, she lived in Dayton. She went to church. Oh, in Cleveland. Okay. I knew yeah. she went to church in Cleveland. She went to St. Luke's. Uh, she and Jennifer talked a lot. And I knew she was, uh, she's friends with Jenna, I think, too. Yeah, they had a very... Jennifer and Rachel had very similar stories, so they chatted a lot. She seemed like a nice lady from everything yeah, I've she read. Did. She was. Uh, ben, who I believe yeah. is here. Hi. I'm here. Perfect. Okay. Audio check. We're good. Uh, William. Hello. Hi. How much do I need to say? You're good. All right. I have heard all the things. Competition uh-huh. continues. Place your scoring for this week's entries uh, in the comments down below. <laughs> we're not doing that, by the way. That's not a thing. That's, <laughs> a, that's a terrible idea. That. No, we're doing that. And now I need to grab my copy of, I don't know, uh, the Element Encyclopedia of Secret Societies. Here we go. No, I'm going to have to start a new podcast if we're doing that. <laughs> Don't you dare me to start a secret societies podcast. I will do that. <laughs> we definitely don't need to do it yet. We don't need to do that either. No, do it. Oh, there it was. 